The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Claire, you just got promoted, girlfriend. <laughs> questions. No questions that, but I know I'm going to have one, Yeah, which is great. I do. She always I slacks do. me after the call. I'm like, I was literally just looking yeah. at your eyeballs and now here we are on, on Slack. <laughs> I, this might be a Suzanne thing because I, I know that like mentally I just need to keep, I need to keep going on them. Um, but I'm getting a little bit discouraged by, um, like the number of walkthrough, like, especially compared to December, the number of walkthroughs that I've been on bid on where we haven't gotten a sale. Um, and in two of those instances, the client said like, this just isn't a good fit. And really? so I kind of have to. I kind of had to, I guess, accept that because I gave them permission to let me know if it wasn't a good fit. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm really trying to, to in the last week, no, two weeks, in the last two weeks, to follow the script and do the walkthrough, do the pain, and then the bid, and really try and like condense it and simplify it. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. Seven things. Let me let's jump in with the data we have, and then you give me more. So first I've got your tracker up and I don't see any data for January. So the first question, when you say I'm not, I'm going on a lot of bids and I'm not giving enough. I'm like, I don't know any, that's not. Oh yeah. No, that's helpful. I, sorry. I keep it in a separate spreadsheet and then move it over once a month. So we've gone on four, five, six. And eight, when you say we, is it you or is it you and someone else? Sorry, just me so far. So I've gone on 12. In uh, the month of January. Excellent. And how many um, did you get bids to all of them? Mm. Yep. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Not 12, 10. Sorry. I did 10 walkthroughs and bids for all of them. Okay. So you made 10 offers. And yeah. how many new clients? Three. Okay. Um, so last month, or historically, for word of mouth, you've been bids and sales 63% for local service ads, bids and sales 50% for Facebook ads, 64%. Okay. So kind of in that 50 to 65% range. So let's just say 55 is about average and you're now at 30%. So right off the bat, we want to go, okay, that's certainly a yellow flag bordering on red. Like, you know, it's nothing to panic about, but, yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm totally okay with people saying they're not a fit. I just never get that. And I wouldn't expect you guys to get that because they called you out to their house. So I would definitely, anytime I got, you're not a fit. No problem. Let me get right out of your house. But just out of curiosity, may I ask what specifically, um, I just want to know why I'm not trying to sell them, not trying to like, you know, do anything. Just like, I want to honor their like, man, I really appreciate being honest, Claire. A lot of people would have taken the easy route and just been like, we're going to think about it. So thank you for giving me feedback. I really appreciate that. Can I just ask a tiny favor and get right out of your hair? 
they're probably gonna say yes if you frame it like that. Um, totally okay for not a fit. We weren't we're looking for people that we can help and they can you know, totally fine. But I just always want to know why. So if we marketed wrong or I showed up wrong, or if we aren't, you know, just any any feedback you give me would be great. No judgment, all appreciated. Again, the easiest thing for you to do is just be like, you're the best, no thank you. So thank you. Like if you just create a huge mm -hmm. space for them to do it, I would be very interested in what that means. Have you gotten any feedback on what they mean by you're not a fit? Yeah. So those, the two clients that said that I wasn't a fit, both fall like followed up in the same statement by just saying, uh, one of them was just, you're not in our budget and they were looking for monthly services. And the other one, same thing. He's like, you're, we're, it's not going to be a good fit. It's like three times so what a, we were spending. Okay. So the, let's be crystal clear. Not a good fit to me means something wildly different than you're out of my budget. Not a good fit. So say we're talking and yeah. I'm cursing and I'm making fun of Canadian. Oh shoot, you are <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and I don't like cursing, by the way. I do it. I feel like I sound stupid. I'm not saying it's a good thing. For whatever reason, you're just like, I don't like you. I don't think you can help me. I don't yeah. trust you. I that's not a fit. Your your values, you're too funny and goofy, and I'd want someone to sit. Like any of those are just completely fine. Yeah. Those would be not a fit. Um, boy, you, this is exactly what I need and want. I'm wildly confident you can solve my problem. There's no way I'm going to pay that. That's not a fit. That's a budget. And Got there's it. no okay. right or wrong, but they're totally ex acceptable to get budget complaints or not complaints, but I can't or won't afford it. Very different than that's not a fit. So yeah. were they both budget based on what you're telling me? One of them for sure was budget. And I, I, I yeah, one of them for sure was budget. The other one was perceived budget. So they just didn't compares to what they were paying. They thought it was way too expensive. That's not but perceived budget. You gave them a price and they said that's yeah. too expensive. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. To clarify okay, that's question, budget. Yeah. So those are both budget. Yeah. Not a fit is I just got to be honest with you, Claire. I don't think you're gonna do a good job. I don't like you. I what anything other than I shouldn't say anything other than um yeah. I, oh, okay. I, I, no, that's helpful because they both use the phrase "we're not a fit," and I think that's like because obviously at the beginning of the conversation I confirmed that with them. So I'm like, oh well, they said like they be. I gave them permission to say they're not a fit, and mm -hmm. they use that terminology. So I did just clarify. So we're not a fit because I did a bad job. You don't think I can help, or yeah, you do think we can. And hope well, you should know that you're a fit because you typically they're not a fit comes before the price. Because you don't give the price until okay. you get pain, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't give that till they till they say I'm a thousand percent committed to solving this right now. Then you give the price. So yeah. it would be weird for me to have a pain conversation with you, and you're like, "Yes, it is X, Y, and Z, and I hate it, and I'm a thousand percent committed to solving it." If I, we weren't a fit, <laughs> you would tell me at that point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that makes. I don't sense. trust you to fix this. I don't think you understand me. I don't. You see what I'm saying? It would be, it would be weird for me to be all in, and then not be a fit. So it's just price then. Mm -hmm. Okay. That said, um, were you were they who a fit for you? Because for me, if I had a residential cleaning company, I would not take monthly clients. I'm not saying you guys can't. I wouldn't. So, no. So I wasn't the. I should look at my data a little bit more. There have. Uh, just so I'm giving you actual numbers. So um, three of those 10 clients, no, sorry, four of those 10 clients specifically wanted monthly, which I don't mind doing a walkthrough. I just, my cost of goods sold for monthly is very different. Um, you say very different, what do you mean? Like it's like less than 40% and 
it like if they spent like a hundred bucks more a month, they could just have us come in every two weeks. So right. like for the right price, I'll go and I'll bid it. And I don't like if they sign up, it's like, great. Um, so four of those clients were monthly bids um, that I went on. Um, and and, then, so, and yeah. is that typical that 40% of your bids are monthly? Um, I would, yeah, I would say that the last couple months that it's been about 40% and then months prior, it's probably closer to like 25 or 30%. Okay. Um, and yeah, then the I'm rest of that is biweekly. I might see if anything change and I'm, just see if anything changes the marketing or the messaging or where you did it. Not a huge deal. Okay. But if I saw my ideal client go from 50% of the bids to 30% of the bids, I would want to see why. Um, okay. So not a huge deal, but something I'd keep an eye on. Okay. So for me, an acceptable amount of that's too expensive would be 20, 30%, probably even less than that. Cause there's two pieces uh, to it. One is you're in the wrong house. Two is you didn't get enough pain. Um, okay. That's really only all there is to it. So the two specifically, or the three that said, no, you said two said that you weren't a fit. Yeah. Okay. Did any other say that's too expensive? Yeah, they did. Um, they just didn't mention the we're not a fit. They just said that's not within like we don't want to spend that or it's not within the budget. Um, one of them specifically said, like, we've never had cleaning services before. We would love to use you, but she's not back from that leave until July. So she said, obviously, so this isn't a sale, but yeah, anyways, let's not get into yeah. all of it, but I'm just trying to teach you how to think so we can solve the problem. So I don't want to get too into every single one. So of the 10, how many said no because of budget? They couldn't or wouldn't afford it. Yeah, great question. So. Or I should say of the seven, right? Because three bought. So of the seven yeah. that didn't of buy. The seven, of the seven, six was budget. Okay. Yeah. So that's a really good indicator. One of two things is happening. Well, of the six that said no because of budget, how many did you feel they were nice homes? They could afford it. Um, Everyone felt good. I would say four, like between three and four, I felt were like right demographic. They're in like middle to to high, like upper so, to upper, upper class homes type thing. Okay, good. Because middle class for, you know, your average service, four or five hundred bucks a month, that is not a middle class luxury service. Yeah. So, and the yeah. other, the, the other clients, um, I guess I struggle with this a little bit because I don't want to especially if I have the time, I'm happy to go on walkthroughs because sometimes we do get middle-class people who are like, yep, this adds great value. They end up being fabulous clients. So I'm sometimes I feel like I should be more picky on who I do the walkthroughs with. You don't with. have to be more picky, but you just have to not judge your enrollment percentage based on that. So okay. if you're only getting 30% but you're taking a bunch of bids and you're like, yeah, I'm doing that on purpose. That's fine. Like just yeah. with Ellen, like we're not going to yell at her. Like, you dumb, you should be like, well, that activity got this result. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay. Why are you beating yourself up? Yeah. So if you're intentionally saying, I'd like to go on more reps to get more practice. Yeah. Just expect your, your show rate to go down or not your show rate. Sorry. Your um, 
closing percentage to go down. Not a big deal. Not to 30%. Yeah. You know, it should yeah. go from 70 to 50, not from 70 or, you know, from 55 or 60 to 30. So I'm not saying that's all of it. I'm just saying be okay with if you're less discerning about the appointment you go on, which I think you should, especially as you're getting practice and you're getting ready to train someone. Yeah. If I'm taking all the leads and I'm still closing, you know, closing 50%, I'm okay with that. So now you're not okay. four off, you're two off. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Second thing is you're probably just not getting enough pain or you're definitely not getting enough pain because if they can't yeah. afford it, the only there's only two things. I can't afford, I literally don't have the money or the pain of giving you that money is greater than the pain, as I understand it, of not giving you the money. That's it. Okay. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. No, that's helpful. I, I am, as as long as the person isn't a total red flag on the intro call, I've been trying to go on like every walkthrough. So, there's been one house in particular where I showed up, opened the door, and I was like, oh my goodness, like, not. Honestly, that's good. If you don't go, you or your salesperson go on one or two bad ones a month, you're overqualifying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, so we're yeah, not looking that for zero. Sense. We're looking for yeah. 90%, like, yeah, this is what I want and five or 10%. Because again, you could go on no bad calls, but you're going to have to disqualify a lot more than than you should. So it is right. completely okay for one or two, three at the most, where you're like, oh, this is a waste. More than three is bad. Less than one's bad. That means you're yeah. qualifying. One of my favorite things about you, Claire, and I've got a lot of things I like about you, is when you came in, um, you really started with the marketing and you were very diligent about it and you track and you do everything you're supposed to do. And now your marketing is running like a, daggum top. Like it's really doing a great job. And I think before you were good at selling lower price stuff, like kind of competing on price, which doesn't take a lot of sales. You know, Walmart's just like, we got oranges. They're 69 cents here and they're 99 cents anywhere else. Get your oranges. Like you don't have to be great at sales. So not that you were Walmart, but you were more on the Walmart target side of the world than the, the Neiman Marcus. So I love that now you're generating leads very consistently. I love your diligence of, I want to get good at this. This is a skill. Like, let me, let me do it. And I'm okay that I do it poorly and then I do it better. And the beautiful thing is all of you guys, this skill will sell million dollar deals. This exact same pain conversation, the process goes exactly the same. So this isn't just something for this. You'll be able to use a skill for the rest of your life in any business that you have. So I just love Yeah, that. I was, I kind of <laughs> like, I think through going through the nine week program, like I, people never said no to me ever ever, ever, ever. Like if I can count in 10 years, like less than five people who would say no to a bid, but we were really affordable, like because of our cost of goods sold. Like, so why would people say no if it's affordable for everybody? And so I think I, because I like people, I don't mind walkthroughs. Like I like meeting new people, but that's not what we're focusing on now. Like uh, I'm trying to get better at the pain conversation instead of, oh, I just need to connect and build rapport and have these people like me, which I'm used to doing. And like, it, if I can connect with them and build rapport, it's like, they're going to say yes. And it's like, no, 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 I need to like, I need to go back to pain and focus on that. And then I'm just getting a lot more comfortable with people saying no, because we're offering like a totally different value than we were up until this point. So two things. One, I would eradicate 
in the context you just gave, eradicate the word affordable from your vocabulary. Oh, okay. Because by definition, now you're unaffordable. I would replace yeah. it with cheap. Okay. And by definition, you are not cheap. So yeah. it is okay to not be cheap, but not affordable, especially for your sweet Canadian personalities. Like, oh, that's not fair. Like we're excluding people, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, just like Gucci, just like all the good brands, yeah. they're very exclusive. So it is okay if not desirable to be exclusive. Not that, you know, in a shitty way, just in a, yeah, we provide a premium service at a premium price. And again, we could offer our services, you know, for a thousand dollars and get a thousand people in here and <laughs> couldn't do Slack and role play and do all that stuff. And that would be a result. Or for 20 bucks, people could just read my book and get most of it. Or for free, they could just listen to the podcast. So, so okay to have different services, but if it's going to be high touch, high, I mean, yeah. guess who gets all the results, by the way? The podcast listeners? No. My least favorite thing about the podcast, they all say, I've been listening to the podcast for Great. What have you done? How have you grown? I haven't done anything. So same with you, which is cheap, affordable services that nobody gives a shit about for 200 bucks or stuff that really makes you feel good about your life and really saves you time and really helps you enjoy the quality of your life for 400 bucks a month. I'll take the 400 every day of the week. Yeah, I think I, I'm just very like, I want new clients because we've got like more people wanting to join than we have room for. And I'm like, we, I just, we can grow our team. I just need to, I just need to get the clients coming in. So, uh, but I got to be patient with it too. You don't have to. And second for everybody, by the way, if what you're doing is working, don't switch to my thing, do your thing. So if your sales process worked at a profitable rate, please don't do my thing, do yours. It's not like you're ethically like generally people stuff doesn't work. And obviously if you're selling $10 bills for $8, you don't really need any skills for that. But please don't just be like, my thing works, but Mike said, I love the coachability that you're willing to do that. But as long as what you're doing is effective and doesn't violate your core values, why would you even fool with my thing? So if your thing was working, even with higher clients or the right clients, at the right price, don't even ignore my thing, just do your thing. But if like, no, mine was only effective when I was cheap. Yeah, then you then you want to learn the new skill set. Cool. Um, yeah, really important. The words that you, for everybody, the words that we use are important. So really take out that affordable because that implies- Yeah, no, that's super helpful. I like the I like the accountability and the, yeah, there's the def definite difference between the two for sure. Yeah, you don't want to be cheap, but who wouldn't want to be affordable? Like that seems because, or who wouldn't want to be unaffordable? or, you know, elitist. Um, and if anyone wants the background on how important words are, Anthony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant Within, has, a, I think, a whole chapter on words. And he shared a couple examples I remember from 20 years ago. He said he had a, uh, I'll say business partner, someone on his team that had an anger problem. And he was a really effective dude, but he'd get angry all the time. And he would say, like, I'm furious, I could kill somebody, and just, like, freak out. And Anthony, or Tony, encouraged him next time you're really angry pick a different word so they were in a meeting and the, everyone could see the guy's about ready to blow his top and he everyone's waiting because they know he had a temper and he goes i am so peeved right now and everybody laughed it's, it's such a ridiculous word so if you took out peeve and put effing ridiculous like that would have taken the temperature here but when you take out those words and put in peeved it's very hard to <laughs> lose your temper and people get upset when you're peed. Another guy would say things like, I could eat a horse. I'm famished. My body's eating itself. And he was surprised he couldn't lose weight. So he replaced it with peckish. I'm a bit peckish. So little stuff like that can have little, little hinges can swing big doors. So really, I'm not just trying to pick on you. 
Claire. So for all of you guys who are like, well, I'm not, I don't use the word cheap or that, you know, I don't use the word affordable. It's nothing. I promise you there's a word in your vocabulary that is not serving you. So if you hear one or Suzanne hears one, feel free to just re replace it with, uh, so for you, easy peasy, Claire, you're not unaffordable. You're not cheap. And if people are looking for cheap, that's not you. Got it. That's helpful. Cool. Thank you. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.